Wake up, folks. It's Andy Dick. And this is Addicted. Inside the mind of Andy Dick. So many ways to turn. So take your pick. Inside the mind of Andy Dick. You know, I was trying to think if you are my guest or if I'm your guest. I'm your expert. Exactly. You are. Because I'm the one that needs help. And that's what this podcast is about, quote unquote, helping me. Good luck. <laughs> that's. And I can't wait. And Brandy, the producer, lined up all of you people, I'm trying not to swear, to uh, you know talk to me. Well, first of all, I'm honored to be the first expert <laughs> clinician, uh, clinical oh, person oh, that's, okay. you know. Okay, I left being, that one yeah, out, clinician. Being tasked with the job of trying to <laughs> help you. Oh, oh ta- okay, so now it's a chore? Okay. Well, you know, it's it's actually like a contest, apparently. <laughs> I'm lining up to try to help oh you. Oh, my God. We should turn it into a contest, Brandy. <laughs> Like where somebody can win. What's the win? Well, I, what do you I, get if you win? I, like, what's the prize? The Andy Dick cruise? You don't want to go on that cruise. <laughs> Introduce yourself because I don't even know your name. I'm Dr. Tammy Nelson. I'm a psychotherapist and a clinical sexologist and a board certified sex therapist, a couples therapist. Wait, 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 wait. A clinical sex sexologist. Oh a my board God. certified, certified <laughs> sex therapist. I literally, I literally just. He's either gagging or choking on himself. I'm not sure. I never heard of that, and that's exactly what I need. That's why I'm the first, (laughs) the first guest, and probably the winner of the contest. (laughs) I'm the host of the podcast, The Trouble with Sex. I'm on my sixth book right now. Really? Yep. And name them. Well, my new book is called Open Monogamy. It's mm-hmm. for people who are in committed relationships with well, creating yeah. open, fluid monogamy yep, agreements. which I've always had. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Okay. My last book was When You're the One Who Cheats, mm-hmm. Silence. Me too. And the book mm-hmm. before that was The New Monogamy, Redefining Your Relationship After this Infidelity. This bitch knows her fucking shit. I can't wait the to talk The one to before that was Getting the Sex You Want. Okay. Christ. And then the one before that, the first one was What's Eating You. So <laughs> we have a lot to the, talk about. That's a funny title. Yeah. What's eating you? That's weird because I used that phrase in a movie I wrote and directed. Really? What was that book about? About eating issues and body image. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I did not know all that. I did not know you wrote how many? Six books? This will be my sixth, yeah. God damn it. But, you know, I'd see couples for intensives and I, I have a private practice, but I really, you know, I'm really intrigued by how you're managing your relationships and what, you know, what's going on in your I'm life. Not, and- so I have, uh, I feel like I'm monogamous, but I have been a cheater. I've been caught. One of my girlfriends walked in on me. <laughs> On me and a guy jerking off together. And she fell on the floor crying. That sounds like a fun night. <laughs> but And then she didn't talk to me for 20 years. But guess what? She's talking to me now, trying to get back with me. Why? What do you mean? Excuse me, because I'm hot <laughs> as fuck. 
Okay, so wait a minute. So, okay, here she goes. So, <laughs> all right, let's back up the train uh-huh. a little bit. Go ahead. Back so, up the caboose. So was that like example that we're starting with of like the the way that your relationships tend to go? No. E- no. Okay. Because after that, that's when I, your, I think it was your fourth book, Open <laughs> Monogamy. No, your fifth book, I remember. Open Monogamy. The it's, sixth book, but who's six. counting? Okay, all right. Me. Oh. Um. I'm just honest now. Okay. I'm like, look, I'll be with you, but guess what? I'm going to be with anyone I want to be with. And they can take it or leave it. And sometimes they take it and sometimes they leave it. You just have to be like that. It, You have to be. Right? Yeah. Am I right, doctor? Yeah. No, no, totally. Are you a doctor? Doctor, yeah. I think Jesus. that's the whole thing, the whole... PhD. PhD. Jesus. Uh, the whole point is to live in integrity, right? I think yep. that's what you're struggling with. Yeah. No, I'm not. No, but I think integrity means like well, having a whole bunch of different it, parts of you. I'm not sure. And but trying my boys to live in integrity. and my girls are struggling with it. Okay, so tell so, me about that. Okay, so I have a girl that I was dating. Two girls ago, she died. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know. And I was literally looking for rings to... Mm marry her she was so fucking beautiful it's brutal i know but this the new girl after that i I can't say her name left me she gave two reasons covid like don't come over covid well baby and then she did let me come over here and there but then it turned into blm she's like and and I don't want to say, but... What does that mean? She was out protesting and she was too busy to see you? (laughs) No. She said that she thinks I'm a racist. I'm like, I'm not a fucking racist. That didn't work. And then I showed up at her house a couple months ago, drunk. And... But she's calling me today. So what does that mean? She wants to get back together? Let me ask you. Why do you girls do that? Like, why do you, like, cut us out and then come back? Well, I don't think I can speak for all women. Speak for yourself, then. I don't think I can speak for the whole, you know, speak for yourself. culture of females. But I, I'm curious why there's this, like, bounce back in your life of cutting people out, people I don't back. cut them out. They cut me out, and then they come back. And it, that's, like, you see how that confuses me? Like, I'm... I feel like I'm being honest about everything, and they're not. So what's the longest relationship you've had? I know. Not that, like, between three and four years, all of them. And I've been married twice. And I have three kids. And how long did your marriages last? Three or four years. I always think it's seven, because it felt like seven. But. So what's that about? Three or four years is not a long run. I know. My daughter is in a relationship. I live with my daughter and she okay. and her boyfriend. Okay. Eight years they've been together. Wow. She's only 23. Wow. I don't know how people do it. I can't do it. It's, it's you know why? You, you know what the common denominator is for the decline of the relationship? Me. <laughs> well, you're in all those relationships. I so know. That makes sense. It's always <laughs> me. No, and it really is. And I just, like, I moved into this apartment with my daughter Fixed it all up, spent money, and and right when it's fixed up, I'm like, okay, now I'm moving. Oh. 
Oh, okay. What's that about, doctor? Oh, uh, well, that's kind of clear. What? Like it's more, you know, some people are seekers. They like, they want to expand. They want to start new stuff. They want to seek stuff. And then the minute they get it, the minute they're like 80% done, they're like, all right, I'm on to the next thing. Some mm-hmm. people are maintainers. They like do one thing, they stick to it, they get really good at it, and then they get bored. I have this new guy who's 18. And then you're wondering why your relationships don't last? Wait. No, they don't last because I'm, I don't know, they don't really want to be with me. Well, the, an 18-year-old is not necessarily your perfect partner, do you think? No one is. Okay, I want to go back for a minute. What happens after like three and a half years where you start to get bored or once you decorate the apartment? That's, or, that's it. What happens? just said it. Boredom? Bored, yeah. Okay. You're right. So that constant need for stimulation, something new, something sexy, something, you know, something shiny. Like, what's that about? Is that ADD? Is that, is that addiction, like, to the next new thing? Is that, like, the seeking behavior? What happens? Yeah, all of the above. You know, I, so I'm 54, and I grew up in the 70s and 80s and 90s. And back then, they didn't have all these pills. Oh, they had pills. Well, they had I a didn't, lot of pills. I never, no one ever gave them to me. So I was just like running around like a crazy person because I am. I, I still don't take pills, by the way. Oh, you mean like ADD pills? Any. Any pills. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, like five. Oh, shit. I should have brought that Adderall. I forgot about that. Adderall here and there, I'll do like a little snap of it. It's like Coke, you know. Yeah, it's, it's it a is. yeah, it's an amphetamine. I should have brought it. So, what do you do when you're on projects and stuff like you, movies and TV and radio projects? I was thinking about that this morning. That's so weird. You're like, able to do that. You're able I to know. focus. Amber, like I woke up, like how am I with all the fucking shit going on in my head mostly am i able to take a shower get dressed oh did you like do you yeah, like my yeah, shirt yeah, yeah yeah for those who are listening his shirt says minister so i'm not sure if i'm supposed to call you father uh, or daddy what? or what's going on here <laughs> whatever floats your boat baby <laughs> father, no, I am father a, andy a, <laughs> i'm an ordained minister oh really i married two couples already did you marry them and live with them, or you just married them and let them go on their way? <laughs> I married them and kicked them out. It was, they were, it was disastrous. After three and a half years? <laughs> no, this just happened. I'm, I, this happened in the last few months. So is this your new hobby, to be an ordained minister? I don't know why I did it. Is it like a spiritual seeking? I am spiritual, by the way. I meditate. I, I, I try. I try. Okay. But your relationships are a shit show, sounds like. That's my diagnostic yes. rule. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So is it the capacity for intimacy? Like you get scared? Is it commitment that you're scared of? Mm-hmm. Is it the sex? Is it the monogamy? Mm-hmm. What freaks mm-hmm. you out? No, I think I get too intimate with them. I get too clingy and like I just want to hold. Like my second baby mama, I remember... And that other girl I told you that came back after 20 years, I couldn't not be holding them. You have some attachment issues. 
Okay. You know, there's people who are securely attached that, you know, are pretty okay in relationships. And there's people that are insecurely or anxiously attached. People who are anxiously attached, they want to have a lot of sex. And they're afraid all the That's time. That's me. Afraid all the time that someone's going to leave them. And they'll choose yeah. someone who is insecurely attached or or doesn't want to really get into a deep relationship. And so you're constantly anxious. So on the way here, I was talking with, and I was telling you before we started, I don't even know if I should call him my ex-boyfriend or my boyfriend because I'm going to Vegas to shoot that movie and I'm inviting him out there. Well, wait, are you still going out with him? Are you? What's the deal? You're with him, you're not with him. You're nodding. Right, I don't know. You're nodding and shaking your head. Because I don't know. You don't know. Andy, tell her what happened. Tell me what happened. Well, you don't what want, part are you talking about? You don't want to talk about it? You do no, I will. I, I, I'm trying to see what... I'm, I'll tell you everything, but I'm trying to see what she... What are you talking about, Brandy? Well, I think you should be a little bit more forthcoming. About with, what? <laughs> Which about part? what's been going on with the relationship and why you know I don't think you should be in it anymore. Ooh. So is this relationship healthy for you? Oh, no. No. Completely toxic, but... How is it dysfunctional? This is the guy that's 18? No, this guy's 23. Okay, so he's still half your age. <laughs> Are you? No judge- judgment. No, it's just a com- comment. Or, no, it's just I'm starting to get a picture. Okay. So he's, he's 20. hot as fuck. Three years we've been together. Oh, ooh. So you're getting to that, you're getting to that place, like the three and a half year mark. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cry now. So what happened? You guys are breaking up. He broke up with you. You Look, broke up with I'm him. A, I'm embarrassed about this, but he hit me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if when I, you know, I, I know girls that have got him, like, then get the fuck out of that relationship. He hit you, get the fuck out. And then he hit me. And I'm like, oh, maybe I did something. I deserve it. Five times. Andy, dude, <laughs> we need to talk about this. The doctor says, dude. <laughs> dude. There's like a red line here, okay? There are some gray areas and there's some, you know, maybes. But there's a red line that, you know, people can't cross. Like, you just can't cross that line. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some times when people are wasted. Maybe you're having rough sex. Maybe it's part of, like, what you're into. And then there's— He is. He's a coke addict. He's (sighs) like—I think his his brain is demented. And he'll, like, leave my— place and go and then i find out later he went off with other people and was just doing blow all night i'm like what so this really has less to do with him i still love him i'm sorry of course you do and it has less to do with him can you explain that because everyone in my world hates him and but i'm telling them but i don't and I, i what's wrong with me that i love him so much you know what you know what i think i love Crazy, psycho people. Well, you feel like you deserve it. (sighs) This is exactly what you feel like you deserve. Look, water rises to its own level. Your self-esteem is not in great shape. (laughs) 
Like, what are you trying to work out with someone who treats you like that? You know, what is the sex. story you're telling sex. yourself? Good sex? Is it good? Yeah. I mean, people put up with a lot to have good sex. I know. But if you're, you know, if you're telling yourself this story, well, I think I can work this out. I you're think- not going to be able to. I'm going to still be with him because right, literally right when I was getting out of the car before I saw you, 30 seconds, I was on the phone with him. Mm-hmm. And I invited him to come to Vegas for to shoot this movie with me. Mm-hmm. I'm so, it's, I'm embarrassed. You're right. It sucks. Well, I, I don't think you're going to break up with them. I think you love the chaos. I don't think you're going to break up with them at all. I think you're you know, addicted to the chaos. Yeah, that's what my baby, my second baby mama says. You're addicted to chaos. Yeah. And, you know, your brain gets used to that level of crisis all the time. You're going to feel bored if you don't have some chaos going on. I'm not trying to make chaos. I want to be with him. Uh, maybe you're right. He know. is chaos. Imagine him with a giant C on his chest and a cape. Like, he is chaos personified. That's him. I can imagine him in his coffin. Like, he's, he. well, I think he's going to die. Like, honestly. Look, you know how many people in my world die? They just die. So, I, I don't know. Well, maybe it's the people you're picking. Yeah. But I like them. So, and, what do you want, Andy? Like, what what's your vision here of what you want your life to be like? Like your ideal life, what would it be like? Just tell me like three or four things about it. Well, luckily I have my second baby mama who's probably my best friend. Yeah, you brought her up like three or four times. She must be really important to you. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. I have two kids with her. and um, So she's consistent. So that's one thing you want in your life. I, yeah, and I can't, can't believe someone would be so consistent with such idiot like me she sounds like she puts up with you she was with me last night nice um so that and then can i just have a bunch of boyfriends and girlfriends and what's the fucking problem people you can have whatever you want this is your vision this is your imagination whatever you want but everyone gets mad like i have like the boyfriend i was just talking about if he (laughs) if i bring any other boy over he beats them up, punches them in the face. It turns me on. So you have a whole kinky thing going on there. No, I don't fucking jerk off watching it. It's just it's like, wow, he really cares about me, oh. I guess. Oh, my God. Do you oh. warn these boys before they come over that they're going to get punched in the face? I'm, I'm not doing that anymore. Yeah, I, don't I do will that. never bring him Father around. Andy, do not do that. Remember when we talked about <laughs> how you're a spiritual guy? Yeah, but I'm not a father. That's like Catholic. Okay, don't do that anymore. That's like not a spiritual thing. Unless, no, you, unless you get people's consent and it's a part of your kink or something, like don't do that. It's not nice. Don't do what? Don't invite boys over to get punched in the face by your boyfriend. I, I didn't. Do, that's not what I was doing. I was, they were supposed to, he was supposed to leave and the other one was coming, but they. Okay, so that I. That happened multiple times. Okay, so ideally in your vision, you want to be able to have multiple partners and not have people get mad. Maybe have a little rough sex with some of them. What else? I, I don't need rough sex, by the way. Weirdly, my sex is very sweet 
and loving, to be honest. And like the intimacy thing you were talking about. And I think that weirds them out. I'm too intimate with them. Well, a lot of times, you know, an abusive relationship has a cycle where the makeup sex is really intimate and so close that people crave like an abusive relationship so they can get to that really beautiful, connected, I'm sorry, I love you, baby sex. That's like the most intimate they've ever had. So you might create some of that intensity so that you can have the the flip side. Oh, not doing that on purpose if I'm doing that. Uh, but I right in the car, like I said, when I was on the phone with him, I'm like, okay, because I have to go to Vegas. I'm like, Maybe I was begging him to come to Vegas, but everyone else that's coming with me, who which is my baby mama and her new boyfriend. Oh, I know I'm all over the place, but my baby mama and her new boyfriend who was my friend I met in AA, and then he met my ex, and then one, he's from England, and then one day he said, I think I'm in love with Lena. <laughs> like, what? What? I'm in love with Lena. Like, okay, well, good luck. Ain't gonna happen. It did. And now... They're living in my house because their house burnt down Ooh. a couple days ago. Oh, not in the fires. No, no. My daughter's living with me with her boyfriend because they got kicked out of Santa Cruz. Because how of old the fire. is she? She's twenty. He's twenty-two, and her snake. They're all living with me. They're probably hot. I now let me ask you. They're probably <laughs> stay away from my kids. <laughs> oh, really? Come on! I'm not a fucking pedophile. Now, hang on a minute. What is it like? Because it's been like up and down living with my daughter. My do- it's the same age. My daughter's 23 and her boyfriend's like, like 24 or 25. It's, tell me. It's a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> but they're sweet. They're very sweet. And I feel bad that, you know, they got evacuated. The fires here in California, man, they're a challenge. It's kind of catastrophic. And so, you know, what do you do? I know, right? Mm-hmm. And then my ex with her boyfriend and my son, my other son. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? But and then me and you, we're very similar, actually. We got a lot of similar stuff going yeah. on. Except I don't quite create the chaos in my life. Okay, you do. well, <laughs> you're creating it with this fucking podcast, right? You're, well, the, Andy, you're trying to clean it up. I know. I get it, Andy, doctor. What, what What else do you want in your life? Like, you, I don't know. you don't really want to change anything. You like the chaos. You get bored when things are okay. <laughs> you know, when things are normal, you're like bored, and you got to stir shit up. So and, bored. Yeah, boredom is boredom to you feels like really bad. It's not like boredom to other people. Boredom to you is like devastating and so you got to stir stuff up you're going to be always be attracted to people that are going to bring chaos into your life you need that intensity you're you know you crave that is there a problem with that what's your point it's not a problem for me but is it a problem for you like what if you just accepted like this is my life i mean i've had to i'm 54 and like i what else the fuck am i going to do that's why when i started this podcast Mm -hmm. i'm like Brandy has a, all of you, you mm-hmm. and Dr. Drew and all these, you know, top doctors 
good luck to all of you. That's what I said. Good luck. <laughs> well, I think you got to think about, because you are a man of integrity. Yeah. I think you have to look at, like, what's the fallout of your behavior? Like, how does your chaos affect the people around you? Because I think that is something that you care about, whether it's your sex life or your relationships or whatever your behavior is. I don't is. like when it affects other people. Right. You know? That's what you I th- knew I was going to say that. Well, I think that's what's messing you up. <laughs> you have, like, guilt and shame about it, and you feel uh, no, responsible. No, no, no. That, no, I don't. I just feel bad for them, and I, and I, but how the fuck am I supposed to fix that? That's why, you know, I made my daughter live with me. Now, when you were 23, would you want to live with your dad? That was irrelevant in my life, but the reality is, Wait, does she want to live with you? That's what I'm saying. I mean, know? how does she feel about living with you? She, she has no choice. Mm-hmm. I bet it's very fun and very challenging. Yep. Yeah. And so I bet, and I bet it's putting a cramp in your sex life. No, the thing that's putting a cramp in my sex life is their house, my ex's house burning down and I'm letting them be in my room and I'm on the couch. So now I can't bring anybody over. In fact, I brought my boy over last night and my baby mama kicked him out. Wouldn't even let him come in. So she really doesn't want you to be with him. Nobody does. Yeah. It's a lot of drama there. Not for me. I don't know. I don't get you guys. Do you want to get sober? Like, that's the other thing. You're having all these guests on that are going to talk to you about your sobriety, your drinking, your drugs, whatever. Like, is that something you want? Do you want to focus on your codependent relationships, your sex life, your drugs and alcohol? Like, what do you want? No. The drugs and alcohol, to me, to me are not issue they're an issue for everyone else though but it's the relationships and sex addiction is bad Mm -hmm. it's bad andy so tell me more about this codependent messed up relationship and how how you're addicted to this like what's been happening there's got to be some you know a lot of negative fallout from this even though you're saying like i don't care it sounds like you do like what's been happening I'm not sure if it was him, but somebody stole my computer, <gasps> my wallet, my passport. Oh, shit. My keys to my P.O. box. Been going on my in my accounts, my bank accounts. Stealing money? Yeah. Putting his name on my apps. Ordering Postmates and Lyft. Andy. What? I know. I, I God just, damn I, it, doctor. I feel like I, taking off my headphones and just stamping out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> Come on, have some insight. You're a smart guy. I what still, are you doing? I still love it's love like me. you're like a house fire. You're like a house on fire. See, so now you see why I'm trying to get other people coming in. And by the way, there's another one. Another guy? Coming in. He... He's going to be here tomorrow. When I'm, he's going to be in my place while I'm shooting that movie. Oh, with all your with all your computers and your, your, no, your that's credit gone. cards and everything's the, gone. Oh my god! So really, your your problem is not so much 
uh, addiction in general. It is really super low self-esteem and your addiction to chaos and crisis and the fact that you... I don't like you when you let, say super low self-esteem. I don't... No. Why are you letting these people destroy you? I'm not. I'm trying to get to the bottom of it, and I confront them all the time. They're just, they're doing it. Did you have him arrested? He had me arrested. For, for? Well, I broke into his house. To, to just, take your stuff back? Yes, exactly. Oh, that makes sense. I get it. Well, I mean, you're operating, well, you're operating on that wavelength of chaos. You're not thinking clearly. And you're, you're operating, again, water meeting its own level. So you're operating where he is. And you're in that same space, and you're going to be acting in this sort of same way. So the, he's he's not going to bring you up. He's going to bring you down. You know, you are not going to be feeling better about yourself. He's going to make you feel worse about yourself. You know, it's not, with all due respect to him, it's not really about the other person. It's about who you become when you're with this other person. And so when we're in a you relationship, know, it's how that, you feel about yourself. Yeah, speaking of that, I'm depressed Remember, I said three years with this guy. When he's not with me, I'm depressed. And then when he's with me, I'm depressed. It's sure. just not a good relationship. Well, What's the fuck wrong with me? What are you getting out of it? You're looking at me like you're, you you're, know the fucking you're doing answer. The, the head you know the fucking like, answer. Like, duh, duh. Say it. What, sex? Yeah. Well, there's probably a lot of other guys out there that would have sex I with know, you. I know, and I'm lining them up. Yeah. I'm trying to, you know, get the fuck over this. It's my problem. Well, there's a difference between having good sex with a young, hot guy and having good sex with a young, hot guy who's destroying your life. And picking and choosing the guy that's going to destroy your life versus the young, hot no. guy that's maybe going to treat you with respect, something you. different. Sure. But there's no here's but. What I there's no but. <laughs> there's no but yeah Here, but no there's it, nothing that comes after that they I drop the mic and that's it no I can't believe people are like that my brain won't even believe it and, and all the people that hate him which is everybody in my world I'm like no 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 you don't know he's so he's got a good heart he's a good <laughs> I'm sure he does I'm sure he does as he's stealing oh, your identity I'm sure. I'm sure he's a great guy. So what happened to you in your childhood that you're attracted to these kind of relationships? I don't want to open any trauma doors, and I don't want to re-trigger you. I I don't know what you're getting at. Like, what do you want to What do you think it is from your childhood that's leading you to choose dysfunctional relationships? I I mean, I was adopted. I mean, my mom was an alcoholic. Uh, my dad was never there. Like, but they, I don't, I don't, who gives a fucking shit? I should, it doesn't affect me. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I'm fucking fine, doctor. That's why you have 10, 10 experts lined up to help you. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking fine. Yeah, okay. okay. All right. No, but, you know, and then there was like multiple things that happened, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's possible you have some trauma from your past that you're reenacting. You have some trauma response stuff going on. Like what? I don't know. I don't know what happened to you, but you are acting like you're in a traumatic situation every day. 
And so that's called traumatic reenactment. That's what you're doing. That's a thing. That's literally a thing. Literally a thing. Write that down. Traumatic reenactment. You're just reenacting a trauma. You're creating a trauma if it's not there. So there's one trauma you're saying that is in my past that I'm reenacting. I don't know if it has to be one trauma. It could be my whole life. Could be traumatic neglect. It could be neglect. Persistent pattern of trauma. Could be attachment trauma. Neglect and attachment. Yeah, neglect is attachment trauma basically. Well, yeah, I have both of those. You know, our personalities are formed at a really young age when you're old enough to, like, attach to your parents. And, you know, our parents do the best they can with what they have, but sometimes what they have sucks. Never attached to them. Mm. That's why I really wanted my daughter to live with me because I didn't have that with my dad or mom. Yeah, that's very generous of you. Well, I don't know if she... (laughs) She likes it so much. Well, look, she knows you're there. That's a huge thing. Just to know she can, you know, be there and you're there for her and she has a place to go. She has a father. That's incredible. She can get her own place. You know that. She'd like, she's making money. She's, she's making more money than me right mm, now. It's nice that she knows you're there. And so is her boyfriend. Look, I never had a father growing up. What, I, what that, do you mean? My father left. When I was young. How old? Like six. What? Why? Oh, I have a more screwed up past than you. Mm. Really? Okay. Should we have a contest mm-hmm. right now? Should we go? Just tell me go. that. Yeah, go. Okay. Uh, I grew up. Now I'm the doctor. I grew up in the circus. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, the yeah. The real, real circus? Yeah, Clyde Beatty Cole Brothers, my father worked for. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, As yeah. a what? What was he? He did a bunch of things. He was like at the Barker, you know, on the stage. It, uh-huh. Like, <laughs> come on, oh step right God. up. And then he was the guy that went like town to town and found the places to have the circus. Are you kidding? I'm not kidding. My mother hated it because I lived in like. But she stayed with him. Only till I was like six. And then she was like, I can't take this life. Uh, Oh, and she took you. So he didn't leave. No, she took, she took him and then he came back, but she couldn't go on the road. She didn't want to follow him. She didn't like the life. There were like people coming in my house and dropping like bags of snakes on the ground saying your father owes me money you know it was not a pretty life bags of snakes it's a circus life is a circus oh my god so i, I, I had me- issues with men for a long long time wow. i was afraid men would leave me that's an attachment issue you know it took me a, a couple marriages and a long time to figure it out and a lot of therapy and now i have a great husband great kids great life good for you yeah but i screwed up a lot and it takes a long time to get out of that chaos, crisis. I know you're not supposed to ask a girl this, but can I ask you how sure. old you are? 58. Oh, you're older than me? God, God, I you, look good, you though, You look right? better than, oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were, like, in your 40s. Oh, like, I like love 41 you. Like, 41 or 42. I'm 54. Okay. Well, you look good, too. I'm doing my best. Mm-hmm. You know how? Fucking. <laughs> I know. Sex does keep you it going. It really does. Yeah. See? It does. Now do you see why? And, true. You know, it's true. On. Yeah, but it's not just sex. It's, you know, sex with the right people. You got to have sex with the right people. You can heal <laughs> a lot of your shit with She's sex with funny. the right people. You're so funny. Yeah. Anybody that makes me come is the right person. You can make yourself come. That's a bunch but, of bullshit. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want to watch porn every day, all day. 
No, but you can get into a relationship with someone that actually cares about you and is not going to steal your identity and try to destroy your life and not going to hit you or beat up people that come around you. I think you deserve I more. I should never have told you that he hit me. I'm so embarrassed about that. I think you deserve better. I still love Look, me. you're messed up and you got a lot of shit going on, but you're a nice guy. You're talented. You're funny as hell. You got a, you got a lot to live for. You, got, you deserve better. And I'm sure a lot of people have told you that, and you're not going to believe it unless, you know, you have some kind of awakening. He's he's just troubled, and, you know, I respond. I feel bad for him. So what are you going to do, fix him? Yeah, I, I think he's going to get better like me and you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's called codependency. When you okay. keep wishing and hoping someone will change, and you know they have potential, and that's what you love them for. Yeah, that's classic. <laughs> classic codependency. Your vision for your life is to be able to have uh, multiple partners, nobody getting mad at you, have your baby mom in your life, people that care about you, your kids in your life. And what's the last thing that you want? What else do I want? Yeah, what's one more thing? Mm, Weirdly, I actually would like to just be with one person like you Mm. or with your husband. Mm -hmm. You know? like. I would love it if this guy I'm with now would just be with me only. Yeah, you deserve it. He's not going to, though. I know it. Well, you deserve somebody that's going to love you, not hurt you, not be angry with you, and, you know, want to spend the rest of your life together. I know. I wish I could line up the girls and guys that I'm dating right now. Mm Mm-hmm. They're gorgeous. I love them all. Is that a problem? Is there any one of them that you'd want to spend the rest of your life with? Any one of them. And it's not my choice, is it? It's partly your choice. They know how much I like them. All of them I would marry. Okay, this is my last question for you since we're getting to the end. Good. Good. <laughs> oh, look, my baby mama just texted me. Let's see what she's... Okay. Oh, hang on, Mom. And then I'll ask you my last question. Are you kidding me? Uh-oh. What's the crisis now? I, I can't tell you. It's personal. <laughs> to her. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, really? Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is my last question to you. And I want you to be totally honest. I don't say am. Don't say but and don't say that's All right. bullshit. All right, and don't bitch. argue Wait, with I me. Mean, I meant doctor. <laughs> okay. So this is my last question for you. Before you get into that, oh, what? What, hang on. What? Don't forget it, though. I don't forget what, it. What, just what you said reminds me of It's weird that I invited all of my boys and girls and daughter and son, everyone, to come here. Like, do you guys want to come? No. To come to the podcast, you mean? Yeah. Of course they don't want to come. Well, why the fuck would you say that? Because that's... Because why? This is a different part of your life. No, it's not. This they is, probably just don't want to hear me talk Andy about that. This is the Andy show. <laughs> they they live yeah, the Andy show. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. They live the Andy show. Yeah. They're like, they don't need, we they got don't shit need, to do. You, yeah. They don't need to be on air. <laughs> I wasn't going to put them on. I just... Anyways, what was your last question? Okay, my last question for you is, and think about this for half a heartbeat before you just answer impulsively. Do you really feel like you're ready for a serious, committed relationship? 
I would like to think yes. I said I would like to think yes. Okay, yeah. So maybe that's your task. You know, if I was going to give you homework, that's what I would ask you to homework. think about. I'm not doing homework, doctor. Uh, I'm going to give not my you homework, professor. Uh, no, that's what a ther- good therapist does. <laughs> so I'm going to give you something to think about. Think oh, about shit. what do you need to do in your life to really be ready for a committed, long-term, loving relationship. Even if we're talking four or five years versus three and a half, like what? What do you need to do in your life or internally inside to really be ready for that? It's not about finding the right person, the other person, all those people in line. It's about what you need, what you want. Like, what is it that you want to change in you to really be ready? Because when I, you're ready, they'll appear. When they're you're, all, they're when, already here. When your light is bright enough, they'll see it. That right person will see it. You're distracting yourself right now. With all the people I want to be with, yeah, but I want to be with them for now. No, for now. What you're asking is what I need to do to change myself to make them happy. No, and now to be ready was, for a relationship. I am ready, and I'm not going to change. And you got to take me <laughs> as I am. This is the first time I've seen you smile in the past <laughs> fifty minutes. Well, this has been like an intense fucking conversation. It's an intense today. fucking conversation I hate today. It. <laughs> Anything else that uh, you want to ask me before we end? Yeah. Do you have any other celebrity clients? <laughs> I know you're not allowed to say. But I have do some, you? You I have some say movie, yes or no. I have some movie stars. Yeah. It's rough out there in Hollywood today. Uh, not for me. You know, COVID made my career go up. Really? Yeah. Why is that? I know why. I figured it out. Why? You tell me. It took me a while to figure it out. I have no idea. Well, can you fucking think about a doctor? <laughs> You're a doctor. You have a PhD. I don't know because the virus is part of your chaos. I don't know. Chaos agrees you, with you. You're closing in on it. You're you're capitalizing on people's misery. <laughs> what? Well, I'm, I, they're coming at me. I'm not capitalizing. You know, I'm, I'm not like that. But, yeah, people are miserable. You're, you're still closing in on it. Mm-hmm. People are miserable, and so... Why are they coming to me? Because you're more miserable than them. <laughs> Makes them feel good about what? themselves. That actually might be it. Might because, be. Yes. That's not how I put it. <laughs> <laughs> I say because I'm real. Oh, that's probably and true. They, and people know that. I'm real. I tell the truth. But you're right. <laughs> Your <laughs> life is pissed. more messed up than theirs. <laughs> oh, God. Lisa I makes hate you, doctor. This session self. is over. <laughs> Where's your office? I have an office in LA. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going. And, and on Zoom. <laughs> I mean, you can meet me in my bedroom. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you have a husband. I know. Anyways, thank you so much for trying to help me. You're welcome. You actually did. Like, I have a lot to think about. You're going to need a little rest after this. And you might be tired, just no, warning you. I'm, nah. <laughs> nah. You're very uh, oppositional defiant. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone ever told you that. It's very ad- I know. Like, you're in yeah. your second adolescence. Yeah. Uh, second? <laughs> I, I never left it. <laughs> you never left your first. No. <laughs> No, yeah, if somebody says, you need this or do that, I do the exact opposite. Yeah, that's called oppositional defiant. It's uh, usually a diagnosis, uh, you know, reserved for adolescence, but 
I think you're owning it well. You're working it. Well, I'm just living my life. So do you have any last advice for um, me? I really, I really am concerned for your safety. Safety? Yeah. Oh, with this guy. Yeah. And so I, I think it's really super important that if anyone out there is listening, if you're in an abusive relationship, to get out now and create some really strong boundaries and get get some help. And that we're not even joking around here. Like this is really super important. And if you if you need to call nine one one, have a support system, uh, get a therapist. Punched me in the face. Don't be like Andy. <laughs> this is what it, not to do right yeah. here. If anybody gets anything out of this podcast, don't be like me. That's true. Yeah. D B L A. Can I tell don't you something? Be like Andy. <laughs> oh, great hashtag. <laughs> I. I love my kids so much that if they start acting like me, which they do, I'm like, oh, please, please, please don't, because I know where that road goes. No, you would never want this to happen to them. What happened to I Hang on, man. I still think I'm doing fucking fine. Okay, I love good you. Good luck. I love you. Good. Don't, don't I love you fucking too. say good luck and leave me, doctor. <laughs> oh, you'll be calling me. <laughs> I know. Thank you for listening. Good night, God bless, and Godspeed. Inside the mind of any day, so many ways to turn. So take your pick inside the mind of any day.